Yo, 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 it's C-Money on the Colin Shimwell Show. It's Tuesday, August 30th. We're eating. Let's get it. Like a motherfucker can't fuck Would you let you my brother If I say I love you Just know it's real And I'ma love you like no other And I'm originally from the Ville You heard some noise You better take cover I know some niggas that's in jail My only credit to keep them together yeah. You know what that's it It's time to get rich It's time to get lit A hundred percent You talking about that No bitch my money's on this A hundred percent Let's eat A hundred percent Hope you're ready, we got a bang. When don't we? It's Tuesday. We're feeling awesome. I hope you are too. Happy to be here. Getting into the motions. Go check Wovaka out on YouTube, 100%. That is the song title. Go check me out on Twitter, at Soggy Margin. That is where you can find the wildest trades. Of course, it's never financial advice, but I get liquidated on the daily. No, but we're actually trying to focus up right now. We're trying to lock down, hammer down, and, and really get it on, so... If you want to watch the journey, I'd say it's pretty, pretty interesting. So, as usual, let's not waste any time and get straight on into the NFT news. So, today we still kind of have some interesting NFTs trading at the top five. So, we're going to go through them. You know, we usually don't because it's wash traded, but today we have, we have projects we've never seen before. So coming in at number one is the Digi Diagaku, and they sold $3 million in NFTs in just one day. In just one day, 133 buyers with 176 transactions. And it looks like they're little anime girls, really cute looking girls. And they're worth about 15 Ethereum, 17 Ethereum, 12 Ethereum, 29 Ethereum. Very expensive NFTs. Anime. I wonder what's up with that. Number two. Man, they've, hey, if you ain't first, you're last. But hey, Immutable Swap coming in for the third day straight. Friday, Monday, Tuesday. They're coming in with $2 million in volume. Oh my gosh. The NFT volume lately has been absolutely nuts. Number three is Clone X. I don't even I've never even heard of those guys. But we're gonna we're gonna check out Immutable Swap and just click it. Oh, I can't even see because it's not on Ethereum, it's on its own blockchain. I keep forgetting to check that out. I've been super busy. I got this new boss, and let me tell you guys, she is one of the worst bosses ever. I mean ever. She's one of those like she's one of those like bosses that wants you to tell her what you're doing five different times. It's like, lady, why do I have to tell you what I'm doing once? You know I'm working. Anyway. Number four was so rare. Looking at the top sold NFTs, the highest traded valued nfts we have a bored ape yacht club looks like this guy's got a little red hat on um 
He's 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 got a sad face, a silver stud, and he's gray. And he sold for 110 Ethereum. They're all just board apes. All just board apes. So what really matters is the volume on chain. Ethereum had 14.5 million dollars in volume. Number two was Immutable X with 2.2 million dollars in volume. Number three was Solana with two million dollars in volume blowing flow at number four out of the water with only three hundred thousand dollars in volume. It's interesting watching these chain fluctuations and how the volume changes because I don't know if there's a definite reason. Quite frankly, I really don't. This is pretty interesting to me to see. Whatever. I love the fact that I talk about that way more than the, the top sold NFTs, but I think the top sold NFTs are really fun to talk about. So <laughs> we do it anyway now. Anyway. Let's get straight on into my favorite part of the podcast. What is the market doing? Where is the money at? Well, in the past 24 hours, $178 million were liquidated. Breaking that down, that was 45,380 traders. The biggest liquidation was a Bitcoin USDT swap for $2 million. Kind of digging in even deeper than that. Most traders are liquidated on Ethereum, with $97 million in total were liquidated on Ethereum. $37 million were liquidated on Bitcoin. Coming in at number 3, $4.8 million were liquidated on Ethereum Classic. Number 4 is Solana, with $2.89 million in liquidations. A special currency to me, Avalanche, or I should say AVAX, $2.15 million. It's a layer 2 solution. It's pretty interesting because I'm writing a paper right now about Arbitrum and Optimism. They're both very similar. I think Avalanche is different, but but it's also an L2, so it, it does the same problem in a different way. So I'm excited to see their their take at the problem. So if you'd like to see my research, I post it on my Twitter. I uh, I don't know. I do Google Drives. I said I was going to post yesterday on something on my Curve Finance so you'd be able to find that. I might. We have. We, we probably will have a, a website launching where I can post all of my stuff there. But for now, you can just search Google Drive and all my Google Drive links from right there. You can, you can pull it up. So I'm excited to see what, what AVAX is doing. million in liquidations. Looking at the top trades, what are people doing? We have 948 Ethereum is long at $1,514. At today's market price, that is $1.44 million. Number two, the biggest, the second biggest trade was another Ethereum long. We have longs all across the board here, folks. All across the board. We're buying the dip. I'm buying this freak. I'm buying this dip. I'm buying this dip. Even if we go down in this macro environment, I feel like I'm in the position where I need to expand my portfolio. And so I really like the projects at these prices. And I really like I really like them at higher prices. So to have the chance to get them lower is pretty humbling. 
quite frankly, and honestly pretty exciting. My, my views haven't changed in the long term, and so I don't want to get greedy in the short term and look for the bottom. I'm in no rush. I have one goal, and that is financial freedom. So whenever that comes, I just need to be ready, not the other way around. You definitely can generate luck, you know. Working hard definitely generates luck for sure, but sometimes the irrationality of the markets is pretty understated. I'm digging into a pretty rabbit hole, pretty deep rabbit hole, but this move down was way too aggressive in my opinion, so I felt like it's a good time to buy the dip. I think everybody's thinking short. I, uh... I was always kind of thinking long, hoping long. Everyone's knowing this is going to happen. So hopefully we see some mitigations of this economic depression. Anyway, that's enough somber, enough rabbit hole, enough seed money for a second. Let's get straight on into the news. How about it? So Crypto.com had to sue a user after refunding $10 million. They refunded $10 million instead of $100. And they didn't even find out for seven months. It was an Australian woman. The woman was based in Melbourne. And, you know, she didn't report it. I wouldn't have reported it either. Why would you report something like that? So she said that the $10 million had already gone to a multi-million dollar mansion in one of the highest, highest end uh, neighborhoods in Melbourne. So she was, she was doing pretty good. She's got a complete home with a cinema and a gym. The woman is not getting away easily. A judge now reportedly ordered their property be sold for the exchange's money to be paid back. That is ridiculous. Crypto.com will likely win in court as it is a well-established company, but this will serve as a cautionary tale to other companies, according to Alexander Techachinko. Now, there were, there were some rumors of major hedge funds or some stories of major, major hedge funds learning about cryptocurrency, and they sent money to the wrong address, and they sent money to... Like a completely different person or or a fake address. And that, that stuff is funny. And so that kind of shows you that even, even hedge funds, even these quants and these people that went to college for all these years, they make mistakes too. They're people too. Number two, the FBI issues an alert over cyber criminal exploits targeting DeFi. The FBI is finally looking at DeFi. I mean, this is scary stuff. They've been looking at DeFi, but the fact that it's such open open knowledge is scary. The United States Federal Bureau of Investigation has issued a fresh warning for investors in DeFi. They can shut DeFi down. Any second, seriously, just like just like this, the uh, USDC 
just just suspended the wallets. People think that DeFi couldn't be shut down overnight, and that's a big false nomer. A lot of these NFTs were built as securities, which is the beautiful thing of it. It was a crowdfunded project, and people crowdfunded the project to make money off of it. That's the definition of a security, though. And so, there's going to be a lot of tape around this stuff. It's going to be very interesting. It's upsetting. It's upsetting because a lot of people see what could have been. We were slow. We were ignorant. We were buying monkey pictures. We were buying miladies. We were doing this. We were doing that. We weren't focused on ownership. And so now we're getting shut down. We're getting shut down. This criminal use is just a fake story. It's fake news. You're not a criminal if you want to be private. That's that's what they want to cast people out to be. Anyone that wants to be private is a criminal, and that's just not even the case. And even if you do do stuff that's, like, against the law, not all laws are correct. I'm going to be honest. I mean, there's laws that are insane that everybody knows that are crazy. Like, back in the day that you couldn't have an ice cream cone in the back left of your pocket in Georgia on a Sunday morning. Weird stuff like that, but that stuff has escalated up into the real world where it's just like, people up there, they don't know what they're doing. They're just like us. They're just like us. And so you can't overthink it, and you can't fall for the tricks. So the stocks dropped for a third day as the Federal Reserve hangover persists. This is why I'm pretty bullish. I think that the Federal Reserve definitely has a lot of assets to sell, but... We knew about this. We had an, we've had very aggressive, sharp move downs. We also had pretty pretty big sharp moves up. Like I said, I'm I'm building my portfolio. I'm definitely looking at acquiring some of these companies. I'm digging these prices, especially in China, and I am super blessed to be in a position to buy assets at this time. So, I. Oh, man, looks like I need to go. I'm starving, Marvin. I'm about to eat my arm off. Yeah, I tell you what. We got a, we got a couple big things coming, so let me talk about that for a second before we end the podcast. So we're looking at launching on a couple of different platforms. Now, we have a couple of things that need to be set up, which I'm working on slowly. You know, I'm a pretty busy guy between my NFT project growth that I do with the paper bag agents. If you want to find them, they're on Solana, Magic Eden. Just search paper and then bag and they'll pop up. Those guys are doing a fantastic job. I hope they keep working hard. I know I'm going to keep working hard for them. But we are going to be launching on multiple platforms. We already are on Spotify. We already are on Apple Music. We're already on Google Podcasts. But we are going to Urbit. We are going to Bandop Video. And we are going to YouTube. Now, most people will say, well, Colin, what do you mean you're going to YouTube? You mean there's going to be a video? Yeah. Actually, that's the goal. That is the goal. We have a couple. We have some software to set up. 
So I'm working on that and hopefully we can produce video content within the next two weeks. That's the plan, Stan. So I hope you're ready for some Fuego coming your way. We also have merchandise in the works. I'm so thrilled to announce that. This is merchandise that means a lot to me. I have been working on this for six years. And so technically, the merchandise has no affiliation with the podcast. But I am the podcast. And I am the fashion industry or the fashion uh, line. You know, so it's like it is the podcast merch at the end of the day. So that's what's awesome. That's what we're building at Web3 TV. We're building a platform. If you would like to come and join and, and, and create a podcast under this platform, just message me on Twitter at Soggy Margin. Send me an email. I'd like to be unknown at protonmail.com or web3tvpod at gmail.com. Get in touch with me. Let's build connections. That's all what this cryptocurrency game is about, is connections. Let's do something. That is going to be the final words from C-Money, and that is going to do it from all of us here at Web3TV. Like I said, I'm C-Money, and don't just have a great day, have a DeFi day.